You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Welcome to the My Top 5 podcast where it's our duty to disagree with personal preference. I am your host, Flo Shomo. And I am your co-host, Luke Shomo. How are you doing, Luke? I'm doing good. How are you? We've got new mics today. I know. Fancy new I mics. Like they are very fancy looking. It's funny because I think this is going to come out before some of the ones we did with the old mics. Very so true. it's going to be like quality bump to just and shit. And we'll reverse back. I don't know. Maybe this will be shit too. <laughs> I have no idea. They better not be. They I cost hope enough. <laughs> we waited long enough to get them. So. I know. They're on back order. It took them like... Three months to get them to us? It's too long. That is terrifying. But here we are. Yeah. Anyway, so how was your week? Uh, my week was good. I want to just talk about the craze phenom that is Disney Plus because oh. it's taken over everything in life, I feel like. Uh, not my house. Well, you're holding strong. We'll see. <laughs> well, my thing is that I love Disney movies, but I didn't grow up with the Disney Channel. Mm. So I don't know what any of these like weird teen but they have the whole shows gauntlet. are like Lizzie McGuire. Yeah. I, that doesn't mean anything to me. Even Stevens. And, yeah, never yeah. seen any of it. But so. they have the whole gauntlet of like old OG movies. So yeah. you get they everything. They also have Star Wars, which is what I would get it for. That's what I was going to say. They Mandalorian, I'm like two episodes I have, in. I've only seen the first episode, so no spoilers. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Oshi, uh, I just got back off tour with the guys for a few days and Oshi was obviously watching it and he was watching episode three and I went on the bus to get something and he was like, close your ears. Yeah, I, I don't want to like, get ruined yet. I don't yeah, want to get ruined. He knew I'd want, didn't, I'll probably watch it today, but he knew I didn't want it to be ruined. Everyone's saying baby Yoda and I'm like, it's, mm-hmm. not, it's not Yoda. I know. But no one they, knows they don't know what to say. Yeah. Called, I guess. I, uh, yeah. So it's just taken over our house because Allie, my wife is just all in on Disney. She is very Disney. Yeah. It was almost like, I was like, are we sure we're going to get it? And it was like, I was saying something insane. Well, my thing is that, I have Netflix, I have Hulu. Sure. If I start to get any more, I'm basically got fucking cable. I'm, we're headed back that way. Eventually, it's just all going to be yeah, bundled. Everyone's going to have like 10 different Except apps. that they all have the ownership to it, so they're not going to let it be bundled. So we're all just screwed, pretty much. We're going to have to be Everyone's going to have 10 different apps, and it'll cost the same as the cable used to we're cost. We're pretty much there right now. So, But anyway, hey, Disney Plus, that's where I'm at. I nice. see it all over my Instagram feed, my Twitter feed. It's ads are everywhere. It's One taking over the world. One of our friends did a really funny tweet about that. Yeah. Rob? I Rob, don't know yeah. Was. Was, anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, I just got back off tour for a few days. Uh, we went randomly on an off day. We went to this video game place. Is video game the right term? Video In game? England, we say video game. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay. What else would it be? I don't know. Computer games. Electronic <laughs> <laughs> crazed game. I don't know. Um, I like video game. We'll go with that. Video games. Um, Smite. Has anyone heard the of this game? It's a It's some huge game that came out a couple of months ago, I guess. And we were at the headquarters, whoever creates that. And the smite quarters. Smite quarters. And um, we had to sign non-disclosures, but I think I can talk about well, here this we one are. game oh, because boy. it's already out. Hopefully Careful I get now. Sued. I won't talk about the other game they got to play that isn't out yet, although it does look sick. I'm not here to make um, you get in trouble, but, but we're we talking went. about NDA stuff. <laughs> we went and they had um, part of the video game is you can buy a bear tooth pack, hmm. which is like – for songs play when you do certain moves. And it's like, like their stuff? Like, yeah. That's it's cool. like you can just buy like a bear tooth pack. And like if you like jump on the ground, a bee like appears. Whoa. And, and 
greatness or death plays when you're just about to win and stuff. Yeah, it was That's pretty cool. epic. We've come a long way with video games. My favorite part of the entire thing was there was like about 500 people working there, so many people, and uh, someone had a shrine to Elon Musk on their desk. Okay. <laughs> like a full-blown. Wow. Like, candles. Jeez. We were just laughing so hard about it. So that was. Uh, so you're you're video gamed up. Do you feel like you're a pro? Like, well, can, they can asked you go me because they played like matches of all the staff there, and they were like, "Do you are you you want to be?" On? And I was like, "I can't play video games for shit." So I think I'd Cam like to see is that. so bad at video games. Bradbury, yeah, classic. And, um, they <laughs> they would split people up. So there was four people on this other side of the wall, and they were on this on the on the other side of the wall, obviously. And they didn't know whose team they were on, and someone kept shouting this number. And it was obviously Cam, and Cam didn't realize. And so they were all shouting at him to be like, "Get shoot, shoot!" And and like last part of the game, he's like, "Hey, I think that's me." <laughs> is Ashi the champion Beartooth gamer? Or who's yeah, the best? Caleb's quite good as well. Yeah, Caleb's um, always been but good. But yeah, Cam was shocking. So I'm happy. I, I would have been worse than Cam. Smite is that what you said? Smite. I need so, to yeah, look check this out up. Smite, mm. and I guess buy the Beartooth yeah. package. I think it's only a few bucks. I don't know. But, I'm yeah, learning. It's part of it. So wow. Go and play Smite, I guess. Okay. That's not a paid advertisement. No. Hashtag that's just, saying. just <laughs> not You're a just sponsor. Up, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trying to get Fucking in there. Smite up. <laughs> um, we just heard a peep out of our guest today. Yes, we did. Our guest is the freaking awesome Trevor Wentworth. Thank you very it's much. Good for adjectives. Us. It's good yeah, adjectives like in front that. of your name. Yeah. It's freaking awesome. Freaking wow. awesome. I always couldn't I'm say. I'm going to put that on my Instagram. Yeah. You should. You should. I. Certified. Certified nice. freaking awesome. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Trevor, we are in Columbus today. You're playing a show here. Yes, we are. It's freezing outside. It, it is cold. It is kind of yeah. cold. Um, you're in the middle of a tour right now, right? Is yeah, I just the hit the halfway point. Yeah, I thought yep. you did. Um, you're in a band called Alas Night. I am. Have been for a while. <laughs> Have been for, <laughs> for, 15, for 15 years. It's a and decent you're still only 20, crazy. so it's yeah, crazy. Exactly. <laughs> crazy. No, you did it, all jokes aside, you did join very young. Yeah, I started it when I was 10. What? Yeah. And what, how brother. old were you when you first started touring? I uh, signed with Epitaph when I was 13. 13? <laughs> yeah. Which is pretty ridiculous. How are you old enough to even level? know what's I mean, going it was on? It's kind of like 13. me and Caleb, actually, like <laughs> kind of at the same time. So it was cool touring with him when I do remember. He toured with him when I was. I think we were both 14. I was going to say, is he older than you or are you guys like the same uh, I age? I think he's older than me by like, my birthday's maybe. in June. Yeah, so you're, he's so I think six he's older, older than, than you. Yeah. You have to be one of the few people around younger yeah, than Caleb. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. It's funny now though, like we'll bring out crew members that are finally oh, yeah. younger than yeah. me. So that's nice. But the rest of my band is 31 and 32. There you go. Hold yeah. it down for the youth. Yes, exactly. Love I do it. remember yeah. Caleb being like, he's the only other person that I, I toured with who was yeah, as young as I was. Exactly. Yeah, so you signed to Epitaph. And you're 13. 13, yeah. Yes. And then started touring that same year. So I did like online school. Uh, went to my freshman go? year for a month and then finished out online. And nice. GED, you know, it's about, that's about the Caleb path too, I think. Yeah. Well, he tried online school. and It was brutal. Oh, no, I tried it. Yeah, I tried it for yeah. a well, year and it was impossible. <laughs> I, yeah. I was like... It, I mean, it was unrealistic. I just don't Wi-Fi. know if I should tell his story about it. What? He went on to his first ever lesson and everyone was signing in and the teacher straight away was like, okay, we need everyone to take this seriously. So sign in with your actual name. Uh, someone's just signing with Caleb's homo and that's not- Caleb's homo. Oh, yeah. And so Caleb was like, I'm not doing this yeah, anymore. I'm out. <laughs> that's how it's going to be. I don't want to uh, do this. He quit. That's um, funny. You guys have six albums? Something like that, yeah. So, and then obviously yeah. a bunch of other stuff around the edges, yes. like EPs and everything. Yeah. Um, I've got to say that my my favorite, 
Um, You're I mumbling was, over there. I was obsessed <laughs> with the song Prisoners of Younger Dreams. Ah, nice. I still have that. Well, thank like, you it's very one much. of the only songs that's downloaded nice. on my phone. Well, I appreciate that. Thank it's you made very it much. through the phone changes. Really yeah, I feel honored. You're, I you're know, pretty much stuff. in there with Bad Teeth and Harry Styles. Nice. And that's it. Good stuff. It's <laughs> a good lineup. Ah. Um, your last album's been in two parts. Yes. How come you did it that way? Uh, in our opinion, I think kind of putting out full lengths is uh, done. Kind of, in a way. So I think most of the time when you put out 12 songs, half your fans only listen to track one through six and then kind of leave after that. That's not the case for every single band, but we kind of found that to be the case for us because we'll go out on tours and play songs that are track eight, nine, and kind of just doesn't get the attention unless yeah. you do music videos for them. Yeah. You right. put them out as singles and of course they'll get the attention. But for us, we just kind of looked at it like, let's just put out a full length. I mean, we put out 12 or 13 songs between the two EPs. Yeah. Hmm. Well, let's just put them out at separate times and do a music video for every single song. It's an interesting like, idea. I, I like that. I'm like falling into that way because people these days put like albums out and then two months later, kids are like, when's new music coming? And yeah. you're like, this took a very for long time for you to create. even create it. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of another thing. Like you'll, if you're going to put out a full length, it's going to take over a year yeah. to even write and then record. So it's like putting that much time and effort into yeah. something and then having the attention half span. your fans only listen to half of it. Yeah. Like, it just sucks. Yeah. The attention span yeah. these days is very little. I feel like I saw a thing recently where actually Bring Me were like, we're only going to start doing like short EPs and yeah. put them out every few months because then that kind of keeps steady new music and it keeps attention. And then I think one of them said that if – one EP is like more on the dancey kind of track side. That if kids don't like it, they know another one's coming in a couple. So months. it's another. It's a cool way to experience, yeah. like so. experiment with a bunch of different genres. The only thing that kind of sucks about it is you don't have that like full album cycle and artwork mm, yeah. and like right. a whole like year based around one thing. Right. So that's kind of why we split it into two and kept both artworks somewhat right. themed. Yeah. So we could still kind of try and do that. But I mean, next year we want to do a single a month for 12 months straight. Wow. That that's a good idea. That's a great yeah. idea. So, I mean, that's why you have like all the SoundCloud rappers. Right. I was, yeah. was going to say doing. with just the internet, the way it is now. Yeah. Doing I mean, singles. it's mostly like Spotify playlists right. based yeah. anyway. So giving each single a full month or month and a half focus yeah. on the music video and play out each one. It could be good. could be horrible. Yeah. I'll let you guys know in a year. <laughs> It's, you can come back so, and tell us that sure, Definitely, It's funny because I used to be like the person that was like, I'm only listening to albums all the way through. Same, like I won't jump me, around. Dude, 100%. And yeah. then so my wife would have like playlists and we would share a Spotify account and I yeah. would like start playing an album and it would be on shuffle. I'm like, God yeah. damn it. I, why? I need this you to know sway. what song is exactly. going to come next. You're already yeah. picturing what's going to happen. Yeah, but I feel like even now I'm, I'm finding myself making listening more of that way. Like I'll put a playlist with a bunch of artists that I like and for then just sure. shuffle it, which is an interesting new way to go about it. But there's always something for me with listening to the album yeah. as it's supposed to be listened to. Yeah, that's yeah, another thing that kind of sucks. I mean, even doing like these EPs, you don't have that much focus on like the songs going into each other and kind of writing right. it as like a whole. Yeah. You just kind of write a bunch of songs and then you know they're going to be focused on a certain playlist. So yeah. you're just thinking about them individually right. versus a whole thing. Which and is again, each band is different, but for us, that just, I'm, I do. That yeah, I feel like most of my favorite albums are done as a like. I don't even like to listen to the singles necessarily. Yeah. Like it's, I love the album because I like it as a whole. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And it's, it's like, like created pieces, that way. Yeah. It's supposed to be exactly. flowy into each other and ups totally. and downs and absolutely yeah. like little bits in between. Sure. Songs. So basically, I hate change. Fuck change. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm, with, I'm with you, man. But it's fucking changing. It sounds like constantly. it's telling you not to do. Yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I would love to not do that. No. I 
I just, just feel just like kidding. the old guy in the rocking chair yelling yeah, at people on the phone. I'm with you, and every single time we do it, it's like we sit here and like, damn, all it's right, a whole, that's a how whole people new want world. It. Yeah. Disney it Plus reference there. Yeah. Um, you obviously have your YouTube channel, which you do all your covers on. Yep. Um, which has become a huge thing for you guys. Mm. How do you pick which covers you're doing? Do you just um, pick what's huge or? Yeah, I mean, it depends for sure. We started doing covers, I want to say six years ago now. It's been a long time. So we didn't really want to do covers at the beginning at all. Our manager at the time kind of convinced us. He was working with a lot of like YouTubers that were only doing covers. And they were playing these like huge shows in Asia and Europe, like wow. sold out. Just to playing covers? Five, six thousand people wow. making like an absurd amount of like money just off YouTube. Wow. We're like, we don't really see, obviously, bands that we used to listen to, like Newfound Glory did a cover record. Yeah. I mean, people used to do covers all the time. I, I think I had a Less Than Jake one. <laughs> yeah, Less Than Jake. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Punkos, whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. all of oh, yeah. those. So we just kind of looked at it and we were like, I guess let's just try it. And we did Skyfall. By Adele <clears throat> for the first one. Great movie. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> and the song is great too. It is. And we Very put it song. out. We had no idea like what to expect. And I think it did like a hundred thousand streams on YouTube the first week. And for us at the time, yeah. I was like, that's it. I mean, that's, that's awesome. Huge. Yeah, and like uh, a bunch of like random news outlets outlets posted it everywhere. Oh, really? At the time, no one gave a shit about us at all. <laughs> so it's funny to like randomly do this. We were also on Epitaph at the time, so it got super. Uh, interesting trying to figure out who was going to claim that video. Mm. They ended up taking it off YouTube. Hmm. Oh, really? And that, yeah, they fucked us a little hard on that one. So but, that's a yeah. question for me that, that maybe the listeners will feel this way. Like when people do covers like you're talking about yeah. and you start making money off them, mm. do you have to get like licensing to do that? How <clears throat> yeah, does that so work? we pay a distro company to pay out every single writer. Okay. Like when we sell it on iTunes, yeah. we stream it on uh, Spotify. We have a distro company that goes out and pays each individual writer. And Interesting. Okay. Yeah, and then YouTube is kind of different. Um, most of the time, the label will just claim the YouTube video. So mm. we don't make, like, no cover artist makes a ton off YouTube. Yeah. They're just going to, their label is just going to claim the sure. video. But it's still a cool way to get your original music. Spread. Right. Yeah. right. That's get why we do so many of them. Because there's no, like, MTV anymore. Sure. Like, radios. Yeah. like. There'll probably I be mean, MTV Plus soon. So. Yeah, yeah, probably. I'll it's be true. able to look out for that. But it's a cool way for us. Like, at the end of each cover, we'll be like, check out our original song. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Mm. So, I mean, you're going to get so many more streams and views on a Yeah. And you felt like Perry it's done cover. that. It's, oh, for it's sure. transitioned well. Yeah, it's your... cool. And then, like, live, we only do one cover uh, and then 19 original songs. Nice. So, it's cool to hear kids at Meet and Greet be like, I would say 80% of them are like, I heard you through this cover huh. or whatever. Someone posted it on Facebook, yeah. and then I went and found your Spotify, and I love yeah. your original music. Well, that's cool. So for us, it's just a marketing yeah. thing. Which and is you get that fun doing covers. And it's fun, yeah. yeah. But trying to pick one, uh, I think, was your original question, picking the right cover. Yeah. It just depends, for sure. I mean, we've done some bad ones. Like, <laughs> who, like who Let the Dogs Out? You no. did Who Let the Dogs Out? Yeah, but we I did it with the Baja Men. Oh, no. actually, I did yeah. know that. What? So I, I did know that. This was like my personal project. That's I incredible. wanted to make it happen so bad. It took me like a month. Because we have no manager, so I do all of yeah. the business side of things. It took me like a month to find the right contact for yeah. four Baja men. And I pitched them this idea. That's I was like, because I saw they were trying to put out new music. And I was like, this is perfect. That's dude. so like, great. Let's get them to fly out. And they're still on Sony. So Sony ended up flying them out it's to our still studio. On Sony. Yeah. They flew them out to our studio in California. 
And three of them and like five of their random management and PR people came out to the studio and they tracked the song with us and the video and it was sick. That's and they're sick. awesome, dude. I still talk to them all the time. That's like, so great. If you ever want to come to the Bahamas, like let us know. You can stay with us. I'm like, I will That's for hilarious. sure do that. That is awesome. Like that, so people took that one way too serious. Yeah. They're like, oh, what the fuck is our last night doing? Like, yeah. well, they're just a joke now. I'm like, Am I not allowed to have like fun, a tiny like bit of fun? Jesus. But people like look at things like that and just they take it way too serious. Right. I wanted to do it because I thought it would be like a task to get yeah. the Baja men on our cover of Who I mean, Let the Dogs Out. Let the Dogs Out, dude. Like yeah. it would be funny. Iconic. Yeah, it's pretty funny. How do people but, take that so seriously? I don't, I don't know. know. People on the internet are crazy. We dude. love the internet. Yeah, we love yeah. it. Dude. Yeah. Love you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, that's funny. That's funny. Oh my gosh. Um, and lastly, let's just quickly talk about your family. You're married. Mm-hmm. You have two kids now. I do have two kids. Yeah. Yep. Your second. You have Noah, obviously. And yeah, then you Noah have and then Micah. Son, Micah. Yeah, he's he one and a half. Yeah, I was going to say it was recently. Yep. Um, it's exciting. How, what was the transition from one to two? A little crazy. I mean, Noah is an awesome older brother, so he helps out a ton around the house. How much older nice. did you say? He uh, five years. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So it's been, I was home luckily like the first, almost the first full year of Micah being born. So that definitely That's made nice. it a little easier. That's great. But we moved from California to Nashville, like I think when he was six months old. Mm. So that was That's obviously challenging. difficult. And we drove across the country. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, you have to Crazy. if you move, really. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah, it was wild put. We towed or shipped one of our cars and then just drove the other one. Wow. But luckily, six our baby just old. sleeps the whole time. That's so great. It actually wasn't too bad. Babies love cars, don't they? Don't they love cars. Usually put until they hit a certain age and then they hate it for like yeah. three months and then they're good again. <laughs> but no, it's it's been fun. It's obviously tough going on tour. Touring yeah. dad life. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But, yeah. Um, FaceTime gets the job done. Yep. Yeah. We've come a sure. long way with tech. Exactly. Makes it easier. Totally. Nashville home base. They yeah, like Nashville. Yeah, I just got a house in Franklin. So nice. right outside Nashville. Nashville well, don't is... give your address away. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, Look it up. <laughs> Nashville, it man. Come visit me. Nashville's the place now. It's just exploded. Awesome. We always yeah, move there. Yeah. I know. I've been trying. I think last time I saw you and uh, Caleb, I was trying he to... He was all about it. Us. He goes through yeah. phases where he's like, I really want to move here. And I'm like, okay. Well, he goes to some shop, I... buys a guitar, and he's like, I want to move here. Yeah. Yeah. more of this... Gear. He did, he did, he spent so much money on guitars this year. Yeah. He doesn't need to be in Nashville. Yeah, he probably does. It's probably a bad idea. For it could him. be a problem. He probably yeah. spent the amount he's going to spend on a house. Yeah, on pretty much. Yeah. Uh, before we go any further, what is everyone drinking today? Uh, I'm chillaxing today. I'm having. Why is that, Luke? I, I drank a lot yesterday watching a football game, so I'm gonna I'm gonna cleanse today. Uh, some sort of Red Bull product called organics by red bull it sounds really Organic fancy yeah it looks like the grass fed i have like- no idea it's uh it's called it's the better lemon it just like kind of like a is seltzer it an water drink or is it just no i don't think so it's i mean maybe but i think it's just i guess i should tonic, know what i'm drinking but just a tonic right yeah here. it's like a just like a little salty mixes it's good Trevor. very nice i haven't cracked it open yet but i'm about to it's uh corona light mm. i did hear you love the corona love the corona beach <laughs> life baby yeah. um i'm drinking austin east ciders ruby red grapefruit Boom. Nice. You need a bottle nice. opener? Do you have a twist? Yeah, I got one on the. Oh my nice. Goodness. There we go. So while he's getting your bottle opener, what uh, top five subject have you brought with you today? Uh, the top five most inspiring artists for me personally. Nice. Yes. And you're going to do it with like a music twist. I'm going to do it more so the artists that got me into wanting to be in a band. Yeah, and I love that. kind of just what I listened to when we first started out. Yeah. 
I'm interested to really hear that. Ours are going to be a bit more broad, I think. We've probably got some Inspired. Like, yeah. Sure. In general life. We're not, I'm not a musician, so I can't really be like. What yeah, inspired yeah. you to be in a band? Like, can't inspired band? me to be in a band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got some different varying inspirations going on, so we'll make it work. Make it happen. Um, we'll start, obviously, everyone listening at five. We'll work our way down to one. Um, and then and we'll, one being the most. The most important ins- okay. to you. Yeah. Okay. The most inspiring. Okay. Yeah. Um, hopefully you've got no one controversial in there. Yeah. <laughs> that would be weird. Hopefully not. I think we'll, we'll be, I think we'll be good. We'll, we'll, I think be we'll be good. We'll be I'm not fine. worried about it. Um, but we'll start. So Luke, do you want me to start? Do yeah, you go, start? you go first this time. Okay. Um, also you are allowed honorable mentions. So there, if there are people that didn't quite make the cut, but still had some kind of impact. I on might, you, I might do that for we, sure. We, we, we tend to have those. honorable mentions. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll have a couple yeah, of five those. is tough. Five is tough. It's tough to pick. I was struggling to narrow this one down. Especially with bands and artists. Yeah. And I was thinking broad spectrum of artists. I mean, there was like a whole Mine's a little smaller just because it's more of like the scene yep. music that's good. that got me no, into. No, that's good. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I really like that. Okay, let's get started. You go, number five. five. Mine is actually very podcast specific. Okay. Um, so I'm obviously a huge podcast listener. I've been into, pod- I didn't, couldn't even say it then. Podcast? Podcast. 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 I'm a huge podcast person. Podcast. Um, <laughs> Um, I've been listening to them for years. Obviously, the uh, the first one I ever listened to was Serial. That was like my gateway. I think that was the same for a ton of people. Um, if you don't know Serial, I'll be mentioning her kind of later as an, as an honorable. But um, this is uh, not Sarah Koenig. This is a podcast that's called All Killer, No Filler. And the reason why they're very inspiring to me is because it's actually two female British comedians that had been working the freaking comedy scene for years and years and years and you know they'd put in all the hard work mm. and they were like we'll just do a random podcast about serial killers on the side <clears throat> they're fucking hilarious and it's really inspiring to me because it took a few years for the, a couple of years maybe for the podcast to get some big traction and then they blew up and their careers now uh, they're like on tv shows and because in england we have a lot of panel shows with like comedians and stuff and mm. they're on those and they were just on a TV show in England called Pointless, which is a great game show. Um, <laughs> and so they're really inspiring to me because they slugged, man. They put mm. in so much hard work and they did like a thing on the side that they loved and it's done nothing but help their careers. And they're freaking huge now. They even like they've toured. I know they came over to America to talk because I went to see them in New York. Um, and did I even say their names yet? Mm-mm. I don't think I did. Uh, their names are Kiri Pritchard McLean and Rachel Fairburn. I was just like, what's Rachel's last name? Sorry, Rachel. Um, but I don't know. I just wanted to do a podcast specific one because I, they're one of the podcasts that really got me into podcasting and wanted, wanted like made me mm. want to be a podcaster. Um, because they are freaking hilarious. They are holding it up for the women comedians out there. And I love that. A lot of men comedians out there, but they are really, really funny. Yeah, Yeah, their podcast is called All Killer No Filler. The funny thing is, is it's actually mostly filler and very little killer because they Mm. go off on like huge tangents about life and it is freaking hilarious to listen to. It's definitely one, because there are other podcasts out there, like there was a podcast called My Favorite Murder, which I liked in the beginning and then they got fucking huge out of nowhere. And they just got a bit full of themselves mm-hmm. and you could tell when you were listening. So I stopped listening to them. I just couldn't handle it anymore. Um, and these people are just the most grounded, like standard British comedians yeah. you could find that like couldn't give a shit about fame or anything. And they just love what they do. And it's just 
Just epic. So Love I went that. podcast road. I like that. Yeah, that's so, awesome my, for sure. My five actually kind of plays well with that because cool. it's someone who, I don't know, it's not an obscure reference, but I don't know if people would necessarily consider him inspirational, but I think I do because of kind of how he got to where he is, and it's Conan O'Brien. Mm. Um, yeah. Interesting. So he's, I just love his humor, firstly. I was, I've been a fan of him since, I don't know, when his late night show was happening, probably when I was in middle school or something. He still does that, right? He does, well, he did in a, an old late night show, which was like after The Tonight Show and all that stuff. So and then he's them. had a wild career because he ended up getting The Tonight Show and then like taking over for Jay Leno. And then yeah, right. that whole was a big fiasco. <clears throat> and oh, then he got, he got pushed out of it. And it was this whole like kind of Why legal did he thing get out of because it? basically they the network wanted to bring Jay back, and mm. so it was this whole awkward like transition thing. But he went from that, and then he ended up getting this giant buyout, I think like millions of dollars mm. to like walk away, <laughs> and then he ended That's up bad. starting his own show on TBS, That's which is what he do still it, does now. Sure. Yeah, Someone wants absolutely. To pay me millions of yeah. dollars to walk yeah. away from this. I'll be gone I'll in a second. <laughs> yeah, but he's inspiring to me because he came from like being a. I mean, not he. Doesn't, he didn't have like a hard life or anything, I don't think. Like sure. he went to Harvard. Like he's a super right. smart yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah. But he was a comedy writer that was like a magazine writer. And uh-huh. then he ended up getting a writing job for SNL. Ended up working from there to The Simpsons and then ended up getting his own show. He worked on The Simpsons? Yeah, he was a huge writer on The Simpsons. He's way more than He's awesome. And so then he did his show, which yeah. was massive and mm-hmm. great. Uh, which I love. And now he's podcasting, which is, you know, speaking of podcasting and he has a phenomenal, phenomenal podcast. Like he's just a really good interviewer. He's yeah, he fun. Would be awesome. He does like nice. And it's, you know, like interviews with really mega stars, obviously, because he gets these big sure. people that yeah, do the I mean, show, huge, yeah. but then they, he just brings out like a fun, interesting way to talk to them totally. and it gets them really comfortable. <laughs> and they're probably not used to doing. Yeah. Stuff like and, that. and because yeah. of his humor, like he's such an odd humor. Like it's very, uh, I don't know. He goes like, He's very corny, but like dark. I don't know. It's very interesting, but he's really good at getting his guests who feel comfortable and talk about things that they would they are into. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I I think he's inspiring me just because he's like, he's gone from writing to comedy, to talking, to Mm -hmm. being on TV. He's just done all these things. And it's, I don't know, his work ethic. He's known in the industry as just a super duper hardworking kind of guy. Yeah. And I feel like there's a lot of merit in that. The only thing I'll say about him, though, is they put too much um, contour on yes. his face. It's yes, very he's very creepy. pale. It's a huge issue. <laughs> he's yeah. very, very He's also me. really, really tall. <laughs> he's so tall. Yeah, he's dude. like 6'6 six, six or and something. Never, really? yeah. Oh, he's massive. And then yeah. he stands up next to a guest. Yeah. Like, he's really that tall. Because wow. a lot of actors are short. So, yeah. like, it'll be like. And you some, never notice some it. Some like, short Matt guy. Damon or some yeah. shit goes on. <laughs> and then Conan's next to him, like, towering so big. How does Kevin Hart do with that? I know. Exactly. He's also cool. Like, my friend saw him at a bar in Nashville. Nashville. Really? It was just him and his friend. No, like, security. That's awesome. Just in a random dive bar. Yeah. Like, Does he live not, in Nashville, too? He nah, lives in New I York, think so, I think. But I think he might. Maybe I don't California. know why he was there. Yeah. But he he just randomly saw him. And people think, were going up like, hey, what's up, man? And he was just like, I think he's one of those beer. people that are just, like, out and about and cool Which is with sick. it. Yeah. It's like what Chappelle does. Yep. He just yeah. goes to the pub. Very much. Love to meet So, yeah. Anyway, that's my five. Conan yeah. O'Brien. Conan, you're a legend. Just yeah. ease off the contour. Honey. Yeah, you got to relax. I think that. that's his makeup people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> your makeup people, they need to be fired. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, Trevor. All right, I'm going to go with a band here. Okay. And it's funny, you said all killer, no filler, because I'm going with Sum 41, which ah. is a huge... Like, when we first started out, I was, like, all about Sum 41. Like into deep, had, and into all that, deep. Yeah. oh yeah, fat lip, everything. Yeah, and it was all the videos, every music video. I think that was like the first like 
punk type band that I listened to that was like made me what feel like a rebel. What year was that? 2002? I think 2001, 2001 was. 2002. All Killer No Filler. I might be yeah. wrong, but <clears throat> that, I mean, I had shoelaces. I had every anything wow. they did in a music All video. In. Anything they did in a music video, I did. You were wearing it the next oh, day. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> and like, I mean, even Matt, our guitar player, my brother, got a PRS because of them. I mean, they were like a huge inspiration. Have for you all ever toured with them? Uh, no, we played some European festivals. Yeah. Pretty funny. Um, it was in, I think, Belgium two years ago. We played the next day, but had a day off the day before. So we just went and hung out at the festival and they headlined. And there wasn't that many people there, I want to say. 2,000 kids at this oh, wow. random outdoor festival in the yeah. middle of nowhere. And we got like wasted, like drank each a bottle of wine and went straight front row. I was going nice. to say, did you get right in the so pit? So we played the next day. So a bunch of fans were there like, hey, what's up? And I'm like, not now, man. I'm enjoying <laughs> this. so hard to some 41. And it was sick. And we went all out. And that was actually the only time I ever saw them live was like a couple of years ago. What? I think which we, is crazy. How's yeah. that possible? Which is, I have no idea. That's so I mean, starting out like, in a band, I was yeah. 11. So right. my mom was like, hey, you can go to shows, but yeah. it has to be like right. at this venue, yeah. at this time, and you have to go with me or your dad or whatever. Which yeah. is fair. So they never like, some 41 just never happened to play at a time that I could just go and yeah. see them. They played a lot of dive bars back in the day. I might have seen them at like a Reading Festival or something, but I don't think I ever yeah. like, like, I saw either. them on there like just by themselves. Did they ever do the Warp Circuit? They like, might have. Oh, they they had to do it. For sure, they right? must have. I'm maybe trying to I think saw of, them at Warp Tour like 2004, 2005. But like, as far as like, did you speak to them? Uh, Were you too they're nervous? They're a bass player, <laughs> so I know their nicknames from back in the day. Cone okay. is what everyone used to call them. <laughs> See, I'm still a fan. This boy. is great. Yeah, uh, I said what's up to him, and I think he watched a little bit of our set the next okay. day, which was super sick. So oh, basically, yeah. so, I'm in. So we're best friends now. Yeah. Actually, we talk so, all the time. Yeah, like, well, they basically yeah. stayed to watch you the next yeah, day. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, I like yeah, that. We'll go with that. But yeah, I would say they were a massive inspiration first starting out. Love. Did that. you want to be Derek? Uh, big time, for sure. Do you Until play- he hit the rough patch. Yeah. But he was dating, like, uh, Avril Lavigne, which oh, is very sick. Oh, yeah. They did, yeah. Um, he was, like, that badass little yeah. dude. He just didn't give a shit. It was <laughs> he, sick. Talk about tiny. He's yeah. teeny tiny. Is he? Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, did you um, do you play other instruments? Uh, I play or? guitar. I started out playing drums. Okay, I didn't know yeah. if you just always wanted to be the front man. Uh, like, no, I would have loved cool. to be a drummer, for what? sure. But just wasn't good enough, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and Matt. So I... My brother's in the band, and he was like, yeah. kind of like the. I he told like, you we, what to yeah, do. I like weaseled my way into sure. the band. I was like, "Come on, just let me he play." Was like, Man, you're like How much is it? Uh, he's five years old. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, so you were the dreamy little brother. <laughs> Imagine that being fifteen, oh. and letting your ten-year-old brother That's like. Great. Yeah, I guess whatever. Yeah, dude. you can play it. Band Mom practice. made me like let you play drums. Or <laughs> That's <whatever>. funny. <laughs> so I started out playing drums, and that was like my big thing. Like, yeah. I don't know, dude. I started like I only started singing like. Six years ago on records, I was only screaming for the first yeah. like three on episode. Singing, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I just started screaming randomly when I was 10, I guess. I don't know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> and then but, your voice broke a couple then, years later. Yes, it was, it was, yes, it was interesting. Uh, but then I guess that is <laughs> that how helped. that all started. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Love that. It's a good number yeah, five. Definitely. Um, my number four is very random. I love random. Random's good. Um, and it's a lot to do with actually you mentioned the movies and earlier. What? Um and that is Mr. Shia LaBeouf. Oh, oh. I love Shia. This He's is a lot Transformers to do. or what? Yeah, yeah. Honorable mention yeah. for me. <laughs> Definitely on my honorable um, mentions. He has gone from obviously <laughs> being in crazy movies and stuff like that. Even to, Stevens, Disney And even Stevens. Even I've Stevens. never yeah. seen it. Dude, it was OG. It, it was like childhood stuff, dude. <clears throat> I was yeah. all is, in. What was it about golf? 
No, oh. no. They, he did a golf movie. Okay. But no, it was just like a kid family, being a kid, family sitcom. life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he's like kind of progressed from that. And like now he's like a star. He's able to do the very artistic stuff he wants to do. Mm. He was in like a Sia video, which was actually, I think, my number one in our yeah. top five music video episode. Yeah. Um, and um, he does random stuff like that. Like he'll do art installations and then just let people know on the internet. And he does very straight, like he did a whole thing about Trump, which I loved because, sorry everybody, I don't like Trump. Um, and <laughs> Not a lot of people do that. <laughs> Barely um, enough. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, we won't get into and that. And then no. he also did that random thing where he just rented out a movie theater in New York and watched everything he's ever been in. Yep. And live streamed the entire Which was like, experience. Was he by himself or did no, he sell like no, tickets? No, people and... could just line up and go That's in and sit next yeah. to him. It was just, and there was a feed just on live him all feed. the time. It was, it was like 24 re- hours a day. It was like two years ago. That's crazy. Um, and the, cam- shit, the yeah. camera like showed his reactions to stuff. And so like the cheesy movies, yeah. he's probably he was just like, like God. <laughs> and then like the good stuff, he's like, wow, this is amazing. And him laughing at himself yeah, laughing and stuff. It's gotta be so weird to go back and like imagining You're watching your whole life. Yeah. Like, especially even Stevens. And, and it'd be like, like you sitting yeah. in a room listening yeah. to everything you've ever written. Yeah, I don't want to do that. And not being able to do that. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> listening to the That's crazy, voice But like yeah. seeing him like actually grow yeah. up pretty much. Yeah. 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 And now he does, um, he does a lot of artist stuff. And obviously like his acting is freaking amazing. Yeah. He's in like Lawless or anything like that. Yeah. He is leaps and bounds. He's just got mm-hmm. a movie that just came out that I'm really interested to see called Honey Boy. Yep. It's actually about him when he was starting out on Disney and he plays his dad in it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I, I think he plays kind of multiple roles in it. Autobiographical and weird. And he's just in uh, California opened in a, in a really like rundown rough neighborhood. He's opened like an artist center. So kids can like That's awesome. go and That's do awesome. theater and That's things amazing. like that, which I grew up doing a lot of theater. And I think that is really, really positive thing to he's like do. Giving back. Yeah, yeah. He, he wants kids to have the opportunity. He did. I think he came from kind of a rough background because I think Honey Boy, it talks about how he was like living in a Motel 6 or oh, I know and filming. I, I think I read that his parents were kind of like hippie people yeah, and stuff. They were, yeah, they um, So he came from kind of nowhere and built his way up. But I just kind of, it, I love him for his acting. He's brilliant. But um, I kind of like all these random art products he's doing mm-hmm. on the side. He did one last year where him and his friend we're trying to get from somewhere to somewhere and they were just taking lifts from people. Uh, they would just post mm, where they were and they'd be like, we need yeah. to, who wants to take a trip? Give us a ride. And like people are just invested and it gets people thinking about stuff. And he obviously does a lot of political stuff as well mm-hmm. um, to try and be like, come on everybody, we need to like unite and against like bad things. And and I, it, this is really random, but I was on, it was probably Facebook or something and they have like a video thing that I sometimes get like sucked into. <laughs> And That's it'll Facebook, be like, yeah. I know, it'll be like clips from random TV shows. For some reason, Ellen comes up. I think it's because I watched like a lot of Graham Norton mm-hmm. clips, which is a TV show in England, uh, like a chat show. Um, and he was on it. He's so polite. He does like the whole appreciate you. And he's like so jacked about everything. She gave money to his charity, which was about nice. helping the kids and stuff. And he he's just so polite. I yeah. just want to be like, <clears throat> let me be your friend. <laughs> I think my favorite thing about Shia too is that I think he – doesn't take himself too seriously in he a really, really good way. Like yeah. he kind of knows his weirdness and he's but okay with that. It yeah, for sure. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he also, speaking of him, movie that I just watched called The Peanut Butter Falcon oh, that he I just really did. Oh, I really want to see that, yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Highly recommend. It's really good movie. A, a guy with Down syndrome? Yep, and he's kind of like a runaway and yeah, they kind of have like him. a traveling adventure yeah. together. It's really, really good. 
Really yeah, good. So for Australia. Yeah, good one. And also, do you remember the opera thing? What's it called? Oh, the quiet. quiet. Yeah, he does the the opera online video. Buff I think something. it came up when we were talking to Mark Ashwoman, maybe about like he does that crazy music. It's like not There's even like a music a whole video. Whole opera chorus. They're, are they opera? They're just like a chorus, and they do like this whole performance about Shia LaBeouf. Mm. It's very strange. We're really? gonna have to show you yeah. after. It's one of the best internet videos. And it's crazy. So funny, and it's he's not in it until the very end. Like he's in the crowd. Like he's in the crowd, and it's just him clapping. It's and you're real like, this funny. Is so yeah. good. I'm trying to remember what it's called. Like I the can't ballad of Shia either. LaBeouf. Yeah. It's called something. But he's but like, a, they like basically portray him as we'll this giant up, caricature yeah. where he's we'll like, make sure it's linked funny. on our YouTube. It's very funny. Everyone can watch. All right, my number four is. Someone who could easily be way higher on at least my list and probably any list of inspiration and creativity, uh, Donald Glover. Uh, he is to me, I just think he's one of the most creative people going right now in any sort of industry. Mm -hmm. He, you know, obviously starting out as in comedy, doing YouTube videos is how I came across him like way back in the day. And he was just doing these funny internet videos with his friends. And then, or at least, I mean, I think he was, it was probably more than that. Like it was well-produced and stuff. So it was probably, <laughs> yeah. you know, like they're, they're probably like probably in a studio in theater <laughs> kids and shit. But yeah, but anyway, it seemed like just videos with their friends and it was great. And then he's transitioned from that into just this multi-talented, mm. do-everything guy. I mean, he's doing, you know, everything from acting to writing to yes. rapping to making amazing music. And, yeah, and talk about like, like thought pieces, he everything he does has yes. like very like yes. always has meaning. He's he, not doing anything for the hell of yeah. it. He's got so much behind what he makes, and I think he puts so much care. And to me, the biggest thing that's inspiring is that I just don't know how your brain works at the level his mm-hmm. does, where yeah. you can just think about these things and and then bring them to reality in a way and that make it make sense. Yes. Yeah. It's crazy. It's hard. And I mean, the dude was right. He was another guy. I think he was a writer on SNL for a while. Like Mm -hmm. he's just done so many different things that you wouldn't even realize. And I know I've heard stories of like, Tina Fey making fun of him when he started doing his rapping is like, oh, Donald, like the rapper. And then all of a sudden he becomes what he became and he's incredible. And so I heard her telling a story about (laughs) it. It's just like, she couldn't even believe it. Like, it was just so funny. Like, but it, it was him. And, I love Tina Fey. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. This is America is one of the best music videos ever made. Yeah, it's uh, pretty insane. Intense. And the obviously- The thought that went into every single section of that yeah, video Yeah, I mean, Redbone is an amazing song. That was song. definitely discussed in our top five yeah, music video. But yeah, I think I've talked about him many times before on this podcast. But he, I would not be able to do a list of being inspired by people without having him mm-hmm. on it. Because yeah. he is really, really incredible. I don't know how all these people have so many different talents. I know. You're like, hey, I know. I feel like some- my brain would hurt <laughs> yeah. if I were those people. It's one like, thing to be able to think about any, like, one, one thing, thing at yeah. a time. Yeah. It's yeah. one thing to be a, amazing at a thing. It's yeah. a, to be amazing at, like, five many different things. things. Yeah. Selfish. Equally. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Share the love. Yeah. So yeah, easy number four. I could have had him way higher, but anyway. That's Trevor, me. Number four. All right, I'm going with the I'm next band here. Trip. Okay. I'm going with Sayosin. Ooh, nice. yeah. Big one for true. us for love sure. That. Yeah. I mean, even with like Anthony Green back in the day, but when Cove, mm-hmm. that self-titled or untitled uh like with Alone and stuff like that, that record was massive. For great, us. great yeah. album. It's one of those records where you can like listen to it and you can like smell the time of year it was. You know what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, yeah. I remember exactly. like yep. a specific Nostalgic. like car yeah. you were in when you were listening to it. Totally. Which is massive for us. We got to tour with them, which really? is awesome nice. too. 
Yeah. When what did year? You, what, yeah, when was it was that? 2009. Okay. Nice. Yeah, they did a tour with Under Oath, and we did like all nice. the routing shows home for like a week and a half. We became super close with them. When did Anthony sick. Green leave the band? Uh, must have I can't been. Remember the I mean, he just did that EP. Yeah. Um, and then I think he pieced out like right, was that right away. Early, yeah. Yeah. It was right away. Yeah, almost so. immediate. Yeah. Wow. Because I got the EPs and then I remember him not being, and I was like, oh, this is strange. Because it it was definitely before the album came out, I think. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, we got to tour with them, which was sick. And I saw Cove the other night randomly in Salt Lake. So it's like cool to still be friends with with them. Yeah, he's in uh, Dead American. Dead American. Yeah, super cool too. Um, so it's just funny, like listening to them growing up and yeah. then being able to tour with them. Was that it was like, like a specific sound that like inspired you? It or was just, just it was thing? definitely something that we never really heard before. Just with like the super poppy epic choruses with just still the energetic verses that yeah. just like drew yeah. you in right away. Yeah. And it was just like for us, I mean, melodically was like what we wanted to shape our band around for sure. So they were a huge inspiration for like songwriting specifically. They were huge. Like I'm trying to think about who else was huge at that time. It was like from first to last. Yeah, the same mm-hmm. kind they're of on my era. list as well. Hey, 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 spoiler, you're good. You're good. <laughs> Easy yeah, for. No, it was cool. Uh, but like all those bands, yeah. I mean, un- pretty much my list is like, I mean, as far as like genre goes, it's that style. So you get into like the heavier stuff. They got us more like metal, I sure. guess. But like those bands, there was something about it that just like really brought it home for us. That's great. For sure. It's a good one. Yeah. yeah. It's a good one. Seven years. I was obsessed with that song. Yeah. Seven years is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those records still like you'll listen to the old bands you used to listen to in early 2000s and you listen to it and you're like, wow, this recording is like horrible. Yeah. Production. Songs, like, well, how did I listen to this? But Seosin is not one of those yeah. bands. You listen yeah. to it now and you're like, this is it holds. so sick. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's very good. Yeah. Trying sick. to think of the last time I just sat in the car and listened to them. They're so good. I need to run them back. I haven't listened to them in a while. I listen to You're Not Alone a lot. Really? It's a good one, man. It's such a good song. <clears throat> I go back and listen to, like, people always ask me, like, oh, what's, like, what do you listen to, like, new artists? I'm like, uh, <laughs> say, <"Oh, so." laughs> I'm kind of and the same. Some 41. <laughs> I don't know. It's not that I don't listen to new yeah. music. Obviously, I do. But, yeah. like, I just have these weird attachments well, to the music that I grew yeah. up listening to. It's like... I don't think any record will ever be up there with like there's the something, stuff I listen to. There's, I think because it's your formative years, so they yeah. have such an impact <clears throat> on you. And they like when you're like 11 and you're yeah. finding these bands, it it truly shapes you into oh, this is the type of music I'm so gonna like. Literally, like. who we actually yeah. are like yeah. now. It's not even just like that like random band you listen to. It's like uh-huh. if I didn't listen to that record, I wouldn't. I don't be even know if it. I'd be yeah. in our last night now. And yeah. so I think what like, you said about like placing it back to a certain part of your life is such a huge factor. Yeah, totally. it. Like you, when you can think back and relate to like your formative years, like you were saying, like yeah. I was sitting here when I heard this and I, I was doing the road this. I was driving down yep. listening to this specific song. And there's that's not much that can do that for you. That's no. what's extra yeah. funny about like comparing it to new music because it's like, you can't replace that. Like no, no matter what you can't. It's yeah, exactly. so that you're always going to have an attachment to that part of it, which totally. doesn't even have to do with the music, but it's just how you connect with the music, Absolutely. which is so funny. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm that way as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think everyone is. Yeah. Like, I mean, like we said, like new music comes out now and you you love it. Like I'm obsessed with a ton of new stuff, but it doesn't have the same effect on my brain yeah. as the stuff. Like if I go back and listen to like, the used self-titled, yeah. else, you know, do you know what I mean? It kind of goes back to the whole single thing and people just putting out singles. Yeah. versus like this like big release yeah, and a big tour yeah. off it. And bands still do that, but it's not like how it used to be. Yep. You would go and buy a record. I never well, in the because store. you had to really search it out because <clears throat> no. the internet totally. wasn't exactly. really. So it was so like, like when you finally found something yeah. you loved, you were like, holy shit, I yeah. waited 
a year yeah. to find something I liked this much. Well, and think about us and then think about people prior generations to us that were yeah. even way less access to totally, stuff. Totally, for sure. And, like, think and about see how obsessed they yeah. were with the bands exactly. that they listened yes. to. Yes. And they all, exactly. And when yeah. one band caught, it was cool. I think Arena it's... Band. Technology is ruining music. <laughs> I, I just think it's interesting. It's got to be that way for every generation. Like you just have, however the way is that you access your music for sure. probably is... It's your favorite. It's the way yeah. that you think it should be done or it's the way that you at least look back on and miss later. Yeah. yeah because there's so many different routes of it. Because thinking about like our parents' generation, like they didn't have the internet Spotify. to figure out. Yeah, they were probably going to look at Spotify record now, stores. Like, and I'm like, just, how did you ever find out like, the Beatles were playing? Do you know what I mean? It was all word it's of mouth. Like, and a newspaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah it must yeah. have been. It's like crazy. And posters on yep. venues, yeah. I guess. Yeah, it's true. Now you see a poster on a venue and you're like, you're still doing that? Yeah, yeah it's crazy. I, know. I miss that. That's just it's like a cool Speaking thing. Speaking of the olden days. Hey, what do you got? Number three for me. Love it. Is Mr. David Bowie. Bowie. I have always been obsessed with him. Uh, just how advanced he was and everything he did in life. So out there, so gender fluid, so expressive. And we did bring him up, I think. We did an episode about dead musicians because sadly he is dead. He has but, passed. Um, he was so ahead of his time that I think he has to be mentioned because so many people have, I mean, you see like Lady Gaga and, <clears throat> and even probably like Harry Styles. Is oh yeah. Very Hugely like influenced that by era, that. Like Prince and Bowie and oh, stuff. Yeah. Um, so everyone these days, you know, they're looking back and you're like, this was just so far ahead of its time. And mm-hmm. the thought of like, he was so artistic and you can see that it was more than music because of his like makeup and outfits. And, and obviously his music was legendary too. And obviously labyrinth as well. Sure. And the cup cup around his dong, very offensive, <laughs> but great at the time. <laughs> uh, um, I just don't think there was, been anyone like him since and I wonder if there ever will be because mm-hmm. he was so unique and so brilliant and actually in his later years he got involved a lot in comedy he did a lot of stuff with David I was gonna say David Brent <laughs> Ricky Gervais oh yeah 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 uh, that's funny. not David not, Brent not that is character. not a real person um Ricky Gervais I mean um and he was working till you know pretty soon till he till he died mm, yeah. but um so inspiring. And I think he helped a huge wave of generation that was scared to kind of be who they wanted to be, mm-hmm, especially sure. like back in the 80s. Do you know what I mean? Like kids were like, I'm gay. I can't tell anyone. And he was like, be who you want to be. Yeah. And he, he was just, I think he just inspired a whole generation to just did. let loose and yep. <clears throat> and accept who you are and embrace it and take it to And creativity unmatched levels. as well with yeah. a person like him. Yeah, you listen to his stuff and you're like, who even thinks of this? He's so out there. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so Dave Barry's number three for me. I don't have a lot to say because I think he really speaks for himself. He's To me, he was fabulous in every single which way. My number three is a director and writer. Uh, Interesting. Yep. His name is Spike Jones. Oh, yeah. So the reason he's so inspired me, firstly, he directed my favorite and wrote my favorite movie, which is Her, which I'm just obsessed with that uh, movie. Joaquin that. Phoenix. Yeah. He wrote and directed it. And it was actually, I believe, like a response to the movie Lost in Translation, mm-hmm. which Sofia Coppola did, which yeah. is also one of my favorite movies. Yeah. But anyway, Spike Jones is like, he's got an interesting path as well. I don't know why it is I'm interested in people that just come from different routes. Yeah. Um, but his he's an interesting guy because he 
got started doing like photography and stuff for like, I think it was like BMX magazines and shit. Yeah. Like totally random. And then ended up weaving into like music videos and stuff like that. And so he's done a shitload of huge music videos for like people like, uh, like Kanye and Weezer and mm. Beck, like he's done music videos for them. That's a broad spectrum. Yeah, it's Beck huge. And that, yeah, exactly. Like he's been all over, and Weezer, like all over the yeah, place. That's crazy. And then you know his his the way he views things and and portrays them in his work is just really really creative and inspiring to me because her is such a like atmospheric movie like everything's so just about the mood and the tone mm. and it's very her? I don't think I've seen her it wow. is it's really uh, intense and like surreal I'm write this down so I don't forget it's a it's pretty it's so it's basically it's Walking Phoenix is the main okay. guy and I love Walking Ooh, Phoenix yep. amazing. he's probably one of my favorite actors probably yes. my favorite actor but he it's set in like the future Okay. And it's basically where, like, it's kind of a alluding to the path we could be on as a society. Right. And so the portrayal <laughs> is about, like, an AI. Like, everyone has their, like, AI phone stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but it, it goes way beyond that where it's like a, you're basically talking to a real person all the time. Right. And, like it does all your daily tasks and stuff like that. You're like, hey. So like it's like the People don't hey, talk to actual people. There's yeah. a huge disconnect that everyone seems to have, like, not everyone, but yeah. most people Instead of like technically being lonely, they have like a an like an AI yeah. that has a personality. So it's just everyone walking around like nose in their phone kind of mm-hmm. lifestyle, and then it's kind of like a if Hey Google and Siri go way down became the your road best and became your friend. <laughs> so it's then possible. he ends up. So the story is that Joaquin ends up falling in love with his AI, and it's a whole story about that, which yeah. is a really trippy plot. But the way it's done is just. I don't know. It's like way, it's like a super deep look at emotion and loneliness. And to me, that's just like a really intriguing topic. And the fact that he made such a strange plot, like basically falling in love with like a robot, really, really interesting and really compelling. Uh, That's why I think he's inspiring me. Just stuff like that. Um, He also did Being John Malkovich, which is an amazing movie. So (laughs) strange. Super out there. He's just really artistic. I really love like those type of movies that have plots that you're like, how did someone think about this? Like Eternal Sunshine. You're like, how did someone come up with this? This is mind-blowing and amazing. But then this is the same guy that also is a huge part of Jackass. Like he's he's (laughs) literally, yeah. Like that's what I mean. He's he's so wide of a spectrum. Like he's done commercials for Ikea and Apple. And he's like all over the place. He was at the Oscars last year. He won, didn't he? Yeah. What did he, win for? he, I don't know I don't if he remember. was last year. It was the past couple of years he won yeah. for something. Her was definitely won some stuff. Yeah. A few years it wasn't back, her. He won like last year. I can't or remember. But I can't remember what it was for. But yeah. Anyway, he's, again, I just love creative people. And to me, he's just one of the pushing the boundaries yeah. of creativity type people. So big fan of him. Big fan of almost everything he does. So my number three, easily. Easy. Nice. Yeah. I have to check that movie. Yeah, out it's uh, watch it when you want a good emotional ride because yeah. it's I feel uh, like is it because it's not that far off? It to feels something that could happen. Yeah, that's why I like Black Mirror yep. and stuff like oh, that. Oh, I love Black yeah. Mirror. So like, yeah, but that stuff like yeah. freaks me. It's out not too, like it's in, not that far. Black off Mirror from is being yes something that can happen. Black Mirror is way more like this is scary and messed sure. up. Her to me is more like wow, I could really see that coming to fruition. Sure. Yeah, because it, it's just about like loneliness and you're surrounded by people but people find solace in technology instead yep. and it's like there's a whole like disconnect with people and people yeah which mm-hmm. is which is, it is where coming stuff is that going way yeah. in a lot sure. of ways well, everyone's watching my bunk tonight and cry yeah probably. you probably <laughs> I, I, I watched it in a theater by myself and oh, it God. was it was i walked out of the movie and i had called my wife i was like i, I, gotta come I am a mess you. i'm a mess right now i don't know what to do exactly <laughs> So yeah, that's my three. 
Nice. Awesome. Okay. All right. My third would be when I started getting into the heavier, like more metal music. As I Lay Dying was like the Mm. first band that I heard that was only screaming. Okay. And like the super metal guitar riffs. And to me, it was something like with the guitar riffs specifically that were like, they were like catchy riffs. Mm -hmm. They weren't just like super metal, like chords and stuff like that. They were riffs that were almost like a singing melody that you remember Mm. and they get caught in your head. Right. That mixed with just the ignorant screaming and fast and heavy pace of everything. That was like the first artist that we heard that we were like, I didn't even know you could really like be this one. Obviously we heard like the old hair metal, heavy metal bands back in the day, but that was like the first like in our scene and genre that we've, realize that you could actually like write just like some ignorantly fast and chaotic riffs and I songs. didn't I didn't ever listen to as I lay dying a lot. Yeah, I've got good. to admit. I didn't listen to them that right much now, either. And I love it so much. It's sick, dude. And they <laughs> just started touring again. I want to go see them live. Was it a specific <clears throat> album that uh, got you it was or? the first one with like ninety four hours and stuff like that. I'll pull up the actual it might have been and also, I believe this producer, Adam D, did it. And anything Adam D touched back in the day for me was like Just gold. the record. Yeah, he yeah. did ABR. Uh, he did. Uh, kill, uh, he was in Kill Switch Engage. Oh, oh right, right, right. right. Um, <clears throat> so any of those. That was just like a huge time in both my brother and I's lives. Well, did they come like, along a bit later, like when... Like after you'd already formed the band and you were trying to like hone down your sound? A little bit, yeah, for sure. Like the bands that I already listed were definitely the first ones we listened to, like Sum 41 and like Green Day, Blink and all that. Like all of those came first for sure. And then we started the band and we were just kind of writing like some like classic emo stuff with a little bit of screaming. But then we heard As I Lay Dying and I was like, let's get techie with it a little bit. And my brother started like learning fast riffs and I was like, this is sick. Let's get it going. (laughs) And then, yeah, and then I think that definitely shaped a lot of, like, the records that we did on Epitaph as far as, like, the writing goes. SLA Dying was a huge part of that, for sure. I love the formative route that you're going down with your choices. <clears throat> like, it's really cool. I like the literal yeah. inspiring how you've created yeah, music over the years. Yeah, I kind of put it all in order yeah. for the oh, most I really part. That, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's cool, though. Yeah, it's in their back playing shows again, which is crazy. And they're so, just a huge metal band with a bunch of fire alive. And it's yeah. the most epic <laughs> thing ever. Did you go and see them when you were younger? Uh, I never saw them yeah. either. They kind of stopped uh, playing shows. And actually, my neighbor growing up was their guitar tech, which was pretty oh, sick. Oh, that yeah. is sick. Yeah, it was super random. I grew up in a tiny town in New Hampshire. There's one stoplight. And literally, <laughs> very and tiny town. Tech. Oh, yeah, we had no chain restaurants, no anything. Jeez. And it was us, so it was me, my brother, and then our bass player, Woody, who lived three houses down from us. Yeah. We started the band, and then randomly, a dude that lived like three houses down from Woody also played in bands growing up, like in our school and stuff like that. But he just started teching like these massive bands. He was with Slayer for a bit, Dropkick Murphys, Jeez. As I Lay Dying. Yeah, what? It was just like this... Random thing from this tiny town. Yeah, I was about to say. Four of us randomly decided to put the town on the map. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah, (laughs) and that's it. That's all that town has. Actually, they have a Dunkin' Donuts, and that's about it. Upgrade. Yeah, seriously, right? But they disguised the Dunkin' Donuts so people driving through the town wouldn't stop. Huh? That's how ignorant our town was. It was crazy. That's nuts. Yeah. uh, So he texted for them, but I never had a chance to see him. Wow. You got some catching up on shows to do. I do. It's because I started listening to these bands at like 11 years old. Yeah. My mom would listen to (laughs) S.L.A. Dying. She was like. 
I mean, she was all about me going supportive, on tour and stuff yeah. and super supportive. But still, I mean, if my kid at 11 was like, yo, can I go see this metal show yeah. with a bunch of like 40-year-old dudes with fire on She'd stage. have to take like, you. Uh, no, <laughs> I don't want to go to this. You can't really go there. Yeah. I think what I was thinking at 11 was definitely Hanson. <laughs> so I was allowed sick. to go there by myself. No, it was sick. But I'm saying I was young. Like, I was at, my mom was like, that's fine. You can go by yourself. A little different than as I lay down. supposed to be at those yeah. shows. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so crazy! Like just that little town. Yeah. Wait, Pretty so random. the people at your town they don't use the Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, uh, we it. use the Dunkin' Donuts, but we live in a town that you would cross through the main road to get to the next town. Mm. So they disguised the Dunkin' so Donuts to look stop. like a bank. So there were no. Uh, oh, dude, it's crazy. That is insane. <laughs> oh yeah, the closest Starbucks is like 25, 30 minutes from. What about wow. McDonald's? Oh. 35 you, did, you didn't have it till you were like 20. <laughs> I mean, no, that would be our thing. Like, we're going to Nashua was the next town over. Like, we're going to go to Taco Bell. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> Do you still have family we, there in uh, that town? No, they all moved okay. to even further up in New Hampshire. Uh, I have a uh, question. Did you have any pizza places? Oh, we had some sick pizza okay, places. Okay, good. Because small town pizza, man. Driving, it's the best. Yeah. Dude, well, sometimes it's when the you're best. driving on long journeys and you see houses in the middle of nowhere, my first thought is they, Where do they get never pizza? had good. pizza delivered. Oh, no, no delivery. Oh, oh okay. yeah, no, no delivery. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our pizza places were like, it was run by two dudes, yep. and you just had to go drive go and pick, pick it up. It and if it's snowing and you want pizza, I mean, you're fucked. I mean, yeah. You're not getting it. Make it yourself, I Dude, guess. I, I have a special place in my heart for small mom-and-pop pizza shops, so It's good. It's always best. Yeah, and it was way. right next to our, our baseball fields, too, so it was like this thing growing <sighs> up. As you play baseball, you go get, get some pizza, za. you go home. That's I have what you plenty do. of baseball yeah, pizza exactly. memories as well. Oh, it's, it's great. It's didn't really eat pizza growing up. What? strange. Yeah. That's probably why you love it so much now. You like pizza now? Not overly. Yeah, I like you do. enjoy you it. You get pizza a lot. I, I had it for the first time in a month. I'm yesterday. just saying, I feel like we get yeah. pizza a fair amount. Yeah, but you go You on. love pizza a fair amount. I do. I love pizza. You always order a it. I notice how I don't always get it when you order it. I, I don't know. <laughs> I get it every Sunday for football. I, yeah, uh, really? Every Sunday. Pretty much. Yeah. Our, pretty ignorant. That's like our Friday night routine. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's good. It's good. For sure. Who's your team? You football guy? Yeah, born and raised in New England. So. Oh, okay. So good times yes. for you. I, mean, I should have known. And I play fantasy football. Same. So I'm in two leagues right now. Nice. So. My team hopefully is I terrible. Hopefully I check it after this interview and uh, hopefully I'm winning. Yeah, yeah you said the time. Say, I was like, there's when, no football. Uh, I know. Yeah. Sorry, dude. No, it's I'm good. Sorry. It's good. No, he, he's, he's into it too. So I was like, oh, I hope it's not like during a really important uh, The bus game. doesn't have direct TV today either. So we have no signal. Oh, so at least I... I'm not missing. I don't have FOMO yeah. right now because no one's watching it. So. Yeah, my Colts fan, and we played on Thursday and nice. lost. I had Marlon so Mack on my He's dead on my now. Team. He's yep. with a broken fracture yep. hand, whatever it is. Oh, really? R.I.P. Sorry, guys. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> yeah. My team's terrible. Who he is, but yeah. I know that's bad. Yeah, it's no fun. My team's built around. Well, I know we're not going to keep going. Let's stop. <laughs> Listeners you don't care about our fantasy football. Full fantasy football. Floor will just listen. I'd have been like, my favorite is. That guy that's really tall. Yeah, that throws the football. <laughs> he throws it real and far. Then throws sometimes he far. catches it. Yeah. Tom, <laughs> Tom Brady. Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, what are we on? Are we on, are we on yeah. two? We're on two. Okay. <clears throat> Number two is a huge thing for me, um, especially right now, and that is Rage Against the Machine. Nice. Love. I discovered Rage Against the Machine when I was, I want to say 15. I had a friend back in the day called Louie, and he was like, hey, you, sh- you need to check out this album. It was Battle of Los Angeles. And I was like, all right, whatever. And then I put it on and was like, this is sick. Oh, hell yeah. Um, got the self-titled. The self-titled is my favorite album. Um, but once again, with like music stuff, the political aspect and being 
so outspoken about everything. I really, I, I'm not always right when I rant about political stuff because I'm one of those people that's like, this is wrong. And then you look up and you're like, oh, it's only kind of wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's deeper. But I like to think that I'm very clued up on political events and things. And I have a kind of an affinity with the whole take the power back kind of thing and people needing a voice. And I don't know, the music just really spoke to me. <clears throat> and now that they're coming back, it's a dream yeah. for me. Pretty insane. I know. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of upset because I've always been able to say to Caleb, like, well, I've seen Rage live and he hasn't. Uh, and now I'm like, damn it, you're going to be able to yeah. say it. I won't be special anymore. <laughs> Uh, Just plan um, a trip every time they play near you so we can't go. I know, right? <laughs> Sorry, Caleb. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I did literally did a tweet when Trump got voted in and was like, if anything good comes out of this, please let it be that Rage Against the Machine comes back. Yeah. Yeah. So you call, so thank it. you. I know. We yeah, can you thank you for this. You made it to me. Uh-huh. Um, I met Tom Morello last year. And did you really? This year? He was at a festival we were recording. Uh, Caleb played at, and then we were recording podcasts at, and I was just like, Oh, and got a photo with them. Um, sick. Yeah. But so I'm very excited that they're coming back. I think it, people need it now more than ever because, like, in this day and age, a lot of people feel forgotten, and they were always very powerful with giving people like, like huge, like an outlet to share their opinions and mm-hmm. say that they're not happy with how stuff is going. And I think that's crazy inspiring to be so outspoken about government and stuff, and somehow not have been killed by like the. Secret I think they service. Do it, I think they do it in the right way. They though. do. They do. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're not like inciting violence or anything. They're just like, you have a voice, and if you want it to be heard, yeah. fucking use it, yeah. which is great. And people need that. Like a lot of people who are in shit situations or haven't broken out of like, haven't been able to break free out of toxic environments and mm-hmm. stuff, and they're stuck in like the circle of stuff where they feel like they're not important and they don't count and all that. kind. Of, they're very for those kind of people and like lower income families and stuff. Like you have a voice too. It's not just the rich that should be controlling everything. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to yeah. go off in a political thing. No, you're thing, good. But, um, so they're very inspiring to me because they use their voice in the right way yeah. mm-hmm. and get shit out and they pump people up to be like, we're important too. And I think that's really, I feel like really they're the powerful. definition of inspiration to be honest. Yeah. How they go about they're like my favorite band. So I've always been obsessed with them anyway. Um, and I could talk about them for hours. But, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so Rage is my number Love two. That. I can't wait for their shows next year. I'm hoping that that's a real thing. Like, It'll happen. It seems very they real. They haven't like come out and said, this is a lie. That's but, very so, them, though, to yeah, keep it, it ambiguous. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to go to every single show. Yeah. Nice. Told Caleb, I'm Love like, I don't, I don't care. We're going to all of them. Right. Um, and I already told his manager he has to try and help us buy tickets so. somehow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so great. best band of all time. Well, my number two, I'll keep it pretty short and sweet because no one's going to relate to this, but I'm a, <laughs> I'm a graphic designer. So I wanted to pick someone that inspires me in that field. Uh, and so I have a, obviously a bunch of people that I'm really into their work, but all of it would be people that no one's ever heard of, sure. which is fine. Uh, but I wanted to pick one. And the one I'm picking is a girl named Jessica Hitch. And she is known in the industry as like the lettering, like, expert person. She uh, is, does everything. Jessica Hitch. Jessica Hitch, like H I S C H E. So she, oh, yeah, I know she does, um, incredible lettering work. Um, I'm, almost I'm so all by hand. Yeah. All the cool typography stuff. I'm, I'm I follow an Instagram. I that's, typophobes. Yeah. I'm a typophobe. I follow yeah. an Instagram that's just lettering. Yeah. But oh, she, like she so is good. kind of the, at least in my view, She's one of the biggest, if not the biggest name in that world. Oh. 
And she is truly just incredible. She's like in her early to mid thirties. She's mm-hmm. not old. She started out as like working at an agency somewhere and then ended up just going off is and doing American? her own thing. Yeah. She's American. Um, and she, she is truly inspiring to me. I could never do what she does, but yeah. I'm inspired just by her work. So she's done, you might know her from, she did all of the lettering in Moonrise Kingdom, the Wes Anderson oh. movie. So like all of the cool, it's like that type is like a huge part of that movie. Yeah, she did all that is. work. She did a thing for Barack Obama, like her, his like, it was like a invite to like his we won party or something. Yeah. And it was like all her custom lettering. Wow. She's done work for like Apple and Nike. She's worked with like, she's all right. she's yeah, she's pretty doing good. pretty she's well. Okay. Well, she <laughs> she's, all right. she's been on like Forbes 30 under 30 lists wow. and stuff. And like, yeah, she's Damn. massive, but so I had to include Who knew her. Just writing letters. I, yeah. I should have just stuck to it because I was obsessed I with clinical yeah. as a kid. I know, and it's not I like could have been under, on Forbes. And it's she. I think she's she's like an illustrator and stuff too. But she's just found her lane Niche, that she's yeah. incredible at, and has just become known for that. Unstoppable. But she's very like um, you know she has a style, but she she's eclectic and she can do a lot of different things. Yeah. So it's not like she just does the same thing for all work that she mm-hmm. gets hired for. It's like very custom, very very cool. So yeah, anyone that's into design or like lettering work or any of that stuff, she is incredible and I highly recommend looking her up. Does she have an Instagram? uh, I'm sure she does. I don't actually know what it is, but I just go to her website all the time and I think it's just JessicaHitch.com. Yeah, I'm sure she has an Instagram, but yeah. uh, yeah. So that's my my number two. Yeah, very inspiring to me. I wish I could do what she does. I, but, know, uh, right? I feel like that's most of these people. Absolutely. Yeah, I know, that's right? why they inspire us. Exactly. <laughs> Want to believe. Be better. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're at number two. We're at we number are. Two. All right. I'm going to go with another band that's coming out for some more shows. My Chemical I Romance. I was going to say, oh, is it my yes. It is. I mean, Three Cheers. That was my like fave. the first record that I remember like actually buying and having like the physical yep. in a little disc player. Yep. And that's just like all I listened to for like a long time. I loved so that, that record. That was like a massive one. I love all the records, but that one to me is just by far my favorite. Yeah, that, I, and Black Parade's awesome. Black Parade's great. Uh, and I did see them live. Hey. So, uh, I finally got one. Check that off the list. I saw them at Taste of Chaos. We had to get to number two, but you got there in the yeah, end. Yeah, exactly. Um, What's your favorite song off Sweet Revenge? Mine's Helena. Helena is ridiculously oh, so good. And we used to listen to it on the bus, and that's so the good. one that comes on, and you just, yep. it's another one of those things where you remember where you listen to it yeah. for the first time. It's It just brings back yep. a ton of memories. Yep. And I got to try and see them again because it would be. Are you going I'm, to the I'm not. California I mean, I'm, shows? That shrine do they show. Have, Probably sold out in like two minutes. Are they doing but, a tour? What are they they're doing? Will, like, I yeah. Feel, yeah they're well, they're gonna, doing um, Australia. Um, Australia Download. Download. Uh, so yeah, I House like, is playing. <laughs> so I was like, that must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I bet they'll end up doing like UK Download and then like They'll do tour one across when America. they know it's just going to be the biggest thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's going to be straight arenas. How long have they been off? Seven, Seven years, years I think. Maybe a little more. But they didn't last a decade. No. It's still impressive, dude. That's yeah, a long that's time. crazy. Granted, they've got other stuff going on. Yes, guess, exactly. But, yeah. Um, did you watch the Umbrella Academy? No. Yeah. No. I haven't seen it show. yet, but it looks I'm cool. I'm like halfway through. It's Is it good? Yeah, Worth it's it? good. It's yeah. weird. It's like the kind of superhero Okay, yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah. But it's sweet. Um, but yeah, I would love to see them, but that was definitely a huge, what was your main like thing that inspired you? Just like their whole deal or was it like something specific? Was it the eyeliner? It was probably the eyeliner (laughs) that probably really got me. I don't know. It just kind of came out and they were kind of like the more darker kind of, we don't 
give a shit. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. not okay, all that stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't know. All their music videos were one oh. of the ones that I would just watch on repeat over and I over talked about them in our music videos episode to yeah, go back to you that again. Did <laughs> it was that and Ghost of Me. Yeah, Ghost of Me. Ghost of Me. Ridiculous. Incredible. It was them and Good Charlotte for like music videos yeah. back Good in Charlotte the day. Good Charlotte wasn't mine. <laughs> Good Charlotte is on my list, but yeah. they, they're on there for sure. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. It's just something about that style of music, music and genre and just the music videos and the way they acted was yeah. just like a huge. They were just massive for the whole scene, I feel like. Oh, yeah. yeah, they created more of a, not like a try. I can't think of what I'm thinking of. I but think they put the music scene more on like the radar yeah. as far as like that, getting like, it on the radio. And yeah. I think them coming back is a really good thing it's for the music be huge, scene. Yeah. <clears throat> also, for this like for type sure. of music. So I hear them back on the radio now at home, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. that is crazy. It's awesome. Should have been on the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Even though yeah, they weren't sure. around, it should have still been playing. <laughs> I yeah. agree. But yeah. it's good. Yeah. So I'm stoked about it. I'm excited for sure. like a whole new generation to discover them and be yeah. like, this yeah. is sick. Have you heard that new band, My Chemical Romance? I know. Yeah. It is wild to have think about kids. Those, like, army oh, it's jackets. Gonna, it's going to happen. You know for it sure. is. Absolutely. Whole new yeah. gen of Black Parade jacket wearers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wonder, are they. Are they putting out new music as well? Or are they, they just be. playing they hits? They must have been doing something. I think probably for the shows they announced, probably yeah. just play the, unless yeah. they they'll come out with the, one, yeah. they'll probably come out with a single that's yeah. fucking yeah. awesome. You know uh, that they're gearing up to something. Unless yeah. they are just going to play like four shows and then disappear God, again. That would but be they, kind of a bummer, it but it's be. definitely possible. I want sure. new music for sure. Yeah, that would be sick. I think, I think they've got it brewing. Yeah. yeah. I'd be shocked if they didn't. It's a sure. lot of years to not write. I know. Yeah. Should we do um, some honorable mentions before we do sure. our ones? Yeah, I've, uh, I'll have do a couple. Yeah, I think I said Shia already was definitely in mine. Um, I'll honorable mention Daft Punk because nice. I just love how creative they are and nice. different and wild and out there. I first ever heard of them with my French teacher when I was 11. She was always wearing like Daft Punk stuff. Yeah. And we'd be like, Madame Gauthier was Daft Punk. <laughs> Like, it's the best band ever. She was like super <laughs> punky and like sick. Yeah. And she was like, you have to listen to them. And I think she was definitely out of the ordinary. Um, yeah. But she was like this super hippie, <clears throat> artsy. And she was like, you'll see that. And like when I used to go to France when I was little, you'd see their graffiti everywhere. So you'd be yeah. like, this band must be sick. Yeah. 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 Uh, this is maybe, that's not dumb, literally inspiring just because of overcoming obstacles. Stevie Wonder. I mean, yeah, I have to. Come on that's now. A good, that's a good I, one. I was thinking, I was like, who's oh, overcome yeah, stuff? Wow. Yes. He's really come a long okay, way to not I'm, be able to see. I'm not like sure. <laughs> He's I, done a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a huge like James Corden okay. fan, yeah. but when he did Carpool Karaoke with Steve. Oh, did he? Yeah, I didn't that, know that. Because I watch a lot of those and I haven't seen that one. Because they start it and Steve's in the driving seat. No, that's and James, so good. And James yes. is like, are you sure you're okay to do this? Because that's I feel so a little funny. bit uncomfortable and I'm like, that that's is awesome. fucking brilliant. That's yeah. awesome. That's good. Uh, so, yeah. For me, I got uh, Brand New. Oh, it was a huge yes. one for oh, me. Yeah, yeah. your favorite huge weapon was like oh, yeah. a massive, massive record for Can't me. Can't go wrong with them. Good Charlotte, The Used, you mentioned earlier. Yes. Self-titled Used. Yep. Um, from First to Last, mm-hmm. you also mentioned. Yes. Some good ones. Some bangers. There, Some bangers. Bangers. For sure. uh, my honorable mention is just Sarah Koenig because she started this whole podcast, Surgeons. Yeah. Resurgence. I don't know if it was there before. Um, Surge, maybe. Um, she came out with Cyril, and Cyril is still to this day one of the best podcasts I've ever listened it to. It is. It really is in another Front to back, world. Faultless, I think. Um, yeah. So interesting. And I still pay attention to that case to this day to see where it's going. Um, if you're not into podcasts, you're somehow listening to this. <laughs> um, that is something that you 
absolutely have to listen to season one. She's not. She was the other people made it over her because season two was terrible. I really didn't enjoy it. Um, just because it wasn't a subject I was very interested in, um, and season three was better again than definitely better than season two, but not as good as season mm-hmm. one. Like yeah. she kind of the magic was like it shocked the like the yeah. I just, everyone I knew was talking about it, and she doesn't hadn't been able to recapture that since. But um, absolutely, season one serial. Boom. The best thing I've ever listened to. Boom. It's a good one. So that was an honorable mention. Want to recap our list real quick? Yes. You go first. Uh, number five was Kiri Pritchard McLean and Rachel Fairburn. Podcasters all killer no filler. Number four was Shia LaBeouf. <clears throat> Uh, number three was David Bowie. <laughs> I'm going to do an accent for everyone. <laughs> nice. Uh, number two was HKS Machine. <laughs> Love. Uh, number five for me was Conan O'Brien. Number four was Donald Glover. Number three was Spike Jones. And number two was the illustrator letterer Jessica Hitch. I love Very that. nice. My, I jumped around here. So no, number good. five for me was Sum 41. Yeah. Was, yes. Number four, Sayosin. Yep. Number three, as, as I lay dying. dying. Yep. Number two was what I just did. Mike Kim. Mike, 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 David Attenborough. Ooh. And I don't mm. know if a lot of Americans will know who he is. That's out but there. I like he it. He is a nature TV. I don't even know what you would call nature it. Nature TV. Naturist. <laughs> Does that mean nature? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Um, he's all about uh, wildlife. He does wildlife TV shows for BBC, and they're the most, the most, the most beautiful thing you'll ever see in your entire I need to life. Look him up, so yeah, I'm so the I'm like, I know he's the like name 90. For sure. He's like 90. Oh yeah, I'm on He's like a national mode. treasure. If he dies, the gen- there's going to be like a day of mourning. I know. I that. know who he is. I'm just struggling to place his face right um, now. He so he is known for his wildlife like okay. TV work and he does like Blue Planet and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um, spectacular stuff. He has the most soothing voice you've ever heard in your entire life. Mm. Um, and he's so into animals and conservation and now climate change and how we can counteract that and what we can do to help. And he it is just amazing to me because of the work he does with animals and like I said, like conservation. Um, and it's just inspiring to watch because – I know every, the world is kind of animal obsessed, but they're animal obsessed in a way that they love them, but also don't really care about them. Mm, like they're mm. like, that's cute. I don't care about the ugly frogs that live in the forest. Right. But every single species to him is so important. And the amount of, obviously he has a whole team that helps right. with every single bit yeah. of information, but he's so passionate about it. And I grew up from just very young, just being obsessed with him. It's a cool As thing to like commit of, your life to. Yeah, sure. like he's an awesome so thing. committed to it. I think he like, helped save like a whole bunch of gorillas he's got like footage of him where like gorillas just walk up and they just want to hug him and stuff and you're like they just and know even they know yeah. he's yeah, a good they dude. know he's a good dude. he's a normal person they're just yeah. um and and he's inspiring right now to me more than ever because he's doing so much to try and like combat climate change and and keep oceans clean yeah. and he's doing so many initiatives towards all that kind of stuff which I think is very important. And I'm just obsessed with animals. And and it's cool because there's probably a lot of people that are like that, but to be able to parlay it into being good enough to be on TV and He's like, had like to a be 60 a 60 year career. Yeah, as like well that's an awesome it. thing. He's literally the best of the best when it comes to nature documentaries. Wow. And he, he, like, He's just unmatched. That's cool. Um, he's definitely like 90-something right now. Still like, trucking. He's definitely a sir because old Lizzie. Still yeah. saving gorillas. Yeah. yeah. yeah Somebody's got to. Uh, Queen Lizzie... Gave him a sir. 
Um, and she just introduced sir. him at an event where he was getting an award for something. Does that mean you're a knight? Are you knighted if you're a sir? Is that what that yeah, is? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, it's a knighthood, isn't That's it? That's cool. Yeah, she nice. knighted him. Um, Not bad. When he, honestly, when he dies, the whole country is just going to fall apart. He's keeping so. England together right now. <laughs> just crumbling. Oh, Hold on he's by a thread. He's keeping he's United have a whole Kingdom day together. Whenever he dies. Uh, I, I would be surprised if the Queen like, declares it a national a day or something. morning. Yeah. Because yeah. he's so important. Mm. And he is really yeah. old. Yeah. He's up there. <laughs> he doesn't look 92 or what, however old yeah. he is, but he's, he's the Don. Absolutely well, number one in everything. My number one is also in music. Um, Frank Ocean, nice. he yes, is, I think I'm just, that. my whole list is real people that inspire me creatively. And sure. I think that's like my, been my focus without even really realizing that was my <laughs> focus. That's what it's become. But he, to me is, um, a guy that a lot like Donald Glover, I feel like he just knows who he is in such a really, really cool way and knows how to translate that mm-hmm. to music. He does very interesting music. He's so, he's he's very different and unique. And I think that's hard to do in today's like musical totally. landscape. And he's put out two full length out al- full length albums. And his first album, Channel Orange, was one of and is one of my favorite albums. We all out listen there. to that obsessively. Oh my gosh. Like he Months. his creativity in that and the way that he that's another example to me of like an album that has to be listened through like an album. Yeah, for sure. Because it's You're just not gonna understand No, it, it's like there's a single or two on it, sure. but it's weaved throughout to flow into each other and out uh-huh. of each other. And that's why it's so great. It's like a big piece of art. Sure. It really is. And so when I hear it not that way, I get kind of annoyed because yeah. I'm like, that's how it was created to mm-hmm. be. Um, but, you know, he he actually ended, he started, moved to LA and was just writing. He, he was in the food service industry, just trying to make it. Then he was a writer uh, and wrote for people like Bieber and um, I forget, like isn't John from, Legend. Isn't he from Orange County though? I'm not I sure. He from, like, Maybe nice he did. He might have. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. But I know he, he basically had to kind of grind to become something. And then he was mm-hmm. writing for other people, it's, which then he turned into writing for himself and making his own music. Which is awesome. I feel like yeah. that happens a lot. It does. It sick. seems to be yeah. like where <clears> you kind of get your foot in the door and then you're like, oh, I can do this too for well, me. Well, Lady Gaga used to write music for yeah, other people. And exactly. I think Sia, Sia did was the same well, thing. Yeah. Sia was a yeah. massive one. Yeah. yeah, she did a lot yeah. of Britney and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, I don't know, He he's insanely creative and I love that he is so unique. He's a lot... I don't want to say he's kind of like Bowie in a lot of ways, like how Bowie was where he's just, he's always doing something, you know, I mean, he, when he came out, he, it was a huge deal. Like yeah. when he came out he was one of and the first in the yeah. Studio. And just like yeah. in that world too, like the, you know, rap R and B world, that that's a tough one. And he's really like embraced his, who he is yeah. and put it into his art. And mm-hmm. I think that's super inspiring to me. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, he he was an easy one for me as my number one. Whenever I'm like wanting to feel creative, like working, I just I can listen to his music. And, yeah. yeah, his his newest album, Blonde, is incredible as well. And I haven't yeah, listened to Blonde as much. It's really good. It's it's yeah. different, but it, you know, people. I don't know if people loved it as much, but I think it's. I mean, maybe it did. I think it did really well. So mm. I don't know, but yeah, he's great. Easy number one for me. Mega fan of him. Nice. That's my one. How about you, Trev? All right, my number one. I'm I might most of people here, not really, but uh, 
God, this band is like been, has been my all-time favorite band forever. This is like the first band I ever listened to in the scene. We did a cover of them at our first show ever. It's Rage Against the Machine. It's, <laughs> it's this band Finch. I don't know if any yes! of you know Finch. I met Finch when I was like yeah, 15. Sick. And we got to tour with them Let's also, you. a full U.S. Hey, tour. Yeah. And What It Is to Burn wow. is like the record for me. And that's a front to back. And I still listen to it when I go to the gym. Like, that's yeah. like what I listen to when yeah. I run. Yeah. When I work out, I listen to it all the time. Nice. We got to tour with them, uh, become friends with them. And that is like by far, even when someone asks me now, what's your favorite band? I automatically say yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what it is with them. It's just, they, it's they're so not even good. a band anymore, but still, yeah. even Say Hello to Sunshine, which came out, uh, it was two records after What It Is to Burn was like, I don't think I know one. them. What type, like, what's their style? Like, uh, what it's is just, dude, the definition of scream. Okay, yeah. cool. Like, the definition, He's trying to get me to man. sing, because every episode yeah. I sing something. They I just want to hear four They were big. They did uh, a Spider-Man soundtrack song. Oh, so they wow. were, like, big in the U.S. for That's a cool. bit. And they were huge I'm in the sure U.S. I'm sure I've heard their music. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. UK. I remember that. Are they yeah. from the U.K.? No, they're from California. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm and sure I've heard them. I just, Finch, yeah. Yeah. I'm saying just like to this day, I would get Finch tattoos. I'm saying yeah. like, I would go all out. That band is still to this day. You must my have been favorite. young when that. Oh, uh, yeah. That, that record, uh, I want to say around. What It Is to Burn came out in 2003. Three I want to say could four. be four. It could be 2004. Um, but let's check. That's probably older. But, but our first show we ever played at our high school, we covered What It Is to Burn. Nice. <laughs> yes, of course. 2002. What It Is oh, to Burn. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I was, yeah, wow. So it was two years before we started being a band. So you were like, what, nine? Yeah, something like Jeez, that. Jeez, <laughs> that's insane. So that was like my record. Uh, How did you grow it. into having musical taste like this? Was yeah. it your brother? I have no brother? idea. Yeah, I mean, our dad growing up, he was like a super like butt rock nickelback. Okay. Nice. Like you two, you two, <laughs> Pearl yeah. Mud, yeah. like all oh that shit. Yeah, so, so like he listened to heavier guitar sure. music yeah. and stuff, I guess. And you two is up there for like also one of my favorite yeah. artists. Okay, it seems weird. No, hey, you just not love like the edge. not like <laughs> overall, the edge. but like I mean, some of those hits yeah. are just the best. They, yeah, man, that's like right. Smith, I like he was an Aerosmith like oh, yeah. nonstop. So I don't know if that kind of shaped like what style of mm -hmm. music we like to listen to, but really just downloading shit on like pure volume right back in the day. dude pure volume wow yeah pure volume was huge for us does that yeah. still exist no, I, wish it, I wish it did pure volume was the is another reason why we even got signed up okay. in the first place we landed the top 10 on the side oh like, yeah they had their, their list you had pure volumes top 10 picks and then whoever got most plays that right. week got landed on top 10 i forgot about we got that. a top 10 picked by pure volume yeah and then we landed number two on just most listens i this think it was like the same era as like the myspace I was music. Say, yeah. Yeah. Same similar. Thing, very yeah. similar it's myspace for only music, music. Yeah. yeah it was like the spotify of yeah two, early because 2000s. and you could just make stuff and put it on there yes, like you exactly. didn't have to be Anyone anybody can make it and you'd have a profile yeah. it looks exactly like spotify pretty much yeah, yeah. but um yeah, so pure volume was like that's shit. funny. That's what a throwback! Yeah, I wonder if throwback. kids listening to this even know what that nah, is. And I would download everything on Kazaa and LimeWire. Oh yeah, man, LimeWire. Yeah. Oh that's God. so funny. Yeah, bring it back for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah fin I saw Finch. Must have been two thousand two, I guess. Yeah. Uh, at a venue in England, in London, called the London Astoria, and it doesn't yeah. exist anymore. It got knocked down. Really. Um, sadly, because they even did a reunion show. I saw not Coachella that long at the same though. venue. Yeah. yeah, they were um, huge over there, though. I remember they seeing were pictures. huge. My friend was like obsessed with them, so yeah. we went to like some signing in a music nice. store before. That's um, sick. And then I like actually left the tickets in some other store, and we were like, "Where are the tickets?" And I was like, 
Oh, wow. <laughs> so we went back and they were like, <clears throat> they didn't want to give them to us. But yeah. we got them and we got in. But yeah, Love Finch. Wow, I haven't listened to them in forever. Yeah, they were awesome. So we toured with them in 2000. I want to say it was either eight or nine. And that was like one of our first like actual like house Did you watch tours. every night? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Was, the tour was us from first to last, Scary Kids, Scary what? Kids, and Finch. That's a hell of a lineup. That was sick. Epic tour. So like growing up, that was like my fucking dream tour. Dude, when I heard we got that, I like. You're I living, you're living your dream. I was like, I'm. Made it. Yeah, yeah, it's it. been all downhill yeah. from there. Yeah, pretty much. I peaked in 2008, man. That's it. But yeah, yeah, we all did, I, watched I, them, yeah. I watched them every night and they were super cool. I was 14 on that tour. Oh my so like, God. They were like keeping it like somewhat calm because they those, were going all out three of those bands, I mean, Scary Kids and First yeah. Last, like they went all oh, out on yeah. that tour. So Finch was like, yeah. our like dad friends That's who like fantastic. made sure we were good every night. They were headlining. So it was like, yeah. it was sick. Yeah, it was cool. That's really That's cool. Yeah. People are cool that you <laughs> look up to. I know. And it's a bummer when they're not cool. No, yeah, that, that happens That's often. That happens way too much. Yep. But. Woof. That's, so that's why, that's why the good stands sure. out. Yeah, that's yes, a exactly. good list. Yeah. Good lists. I like that topic. That was a fun one. Good. I enjoyed that. Okay, we're going to ask some questions that got sent in yeah. um, over Instagram. So if the Instagram name is stupid, that's their fault. Yep. Yes, um, that's just fact. It is. So do you want to pick one? Uh, let's see. We've kind of talked about this the whole episode, but um, who, I guess if you had to pick one, would you say that Finch is your biggest influence? Someone's asking, like, yeah. Chris Reynolds asking who or what your biggest music influence is. I would say, I mean, now it's so much different. Yeah. But, like, Finch growing up, yeah. for sure. But, yeah. I mean, now inspiration comes from, like, an insane sure. amount of artists and yeah. movies and whatever it is. I feel like we've talked about that all episode, basically. That's what this much. was. I mean, now <laughs> we get ins- inspiration from books, movies, yep. documentaries. Yep. And we've written songs about yep documentaries and stuff like that but musically i mean we'll just we'll land with finch yeah that's my number i like one. it so we'll I go like with it. that um i'm not gonna read that name it's stupid uh who's the rudest celebrity you've ever met wow rudest celebrity Can i sat next say? to carrot top on a plane once <laughs> really <Yeah>. horrifying <laughs> he was he looked insane he was like he wasn't like rude. He was just carrot top. I don't know. He always come off like, like, like a dick. Yeah. And it was yeah. a flight because I lived in Boston. It was a flight from Boston to Las Vegas. Yeah. And um, yeah, he wasn't rude, but he's just carrot top. He and he's just, just yeah. like a freak, dude. Yeah. That dude's That's, crazy, He's a man. strange he's guy. Yeah, he's a very, very weird dude. Um, for sure. Someone's asking, what is one song you've wrote that you're really proud of? Uh, probably our song Sunrise. Okay. Yeah, it's... I would say fan-wise, it's a definitely a fan favorite, nice. favorite uh, biggest one on Spotify. Uh, it's kind of, we wrote it. Um, it was the first record off being on Epitaph. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's like six or seven years old now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was kind of about like bullying and stuff like that, which yeah. is a huge thing. We worked with this documentary that was big on Netflix called The Bully Project. And we did a whole campaign with them. Man, that's great. Yeah, it was awesome. And we got a lot of inspiration with them. And it was cool to meet with this bully project in New York City. And we did a whole, like, T-shirt and donated mm. all the money. Nice. I think that's probably that's my favorite rad. song we've done. Love yeah. that. Um, O.C. Thiel says, did you ever receive our cabbage and broccoli from the Netherlands show? Yeah, we did. <laughs> what is that, that Okay, this is a long story. <laughs> oh, <Jeez. God. laughs> so it goes back to we played a Halloween show in Poland. This is... Uh, I want to say three years ago now, okay. and the most random thing ever. Someone threw this cabbage character. It's not even 
a cabbage. I think it's broccoli, but okay. Jimmy, you know, Jimmy, our yeah. sound guy, he just called it the cabbage. And it's this broccoli oh. with eyes and legs and hands. What? I think for it's them, it's like a beanie baby, okay. kind of, but like bigger. Huh. And I think someone explained to us on the last tour, because we had questions. We went back to Poland. We we're like, what is this? And yeah. We still had it three years later. <laughs> and we were like, we need answers because we're confused on what this is. And I think it is like a kid's TV show character. Uh, okay. But they have like collectibles. Like there's a corn, there's an apple. Oh, just vegetables. Just vegetables. <laughs> what a strange thing. So, but our thing is we got this cabbage thrown to us and every single night on tour, we did whoever did the worst that day. Like if our tech fucked up and played the next song by accident and it skipped it on the tracks, yeah. we gave him the cabbage. Or if someone was rude to someone <laughs> at the venue, yeah, you got the cabbage if you did the shittiest job. <laughs> if I miss a lyric, I got the cabbage. Incredible. Yeah. Have the cabbage. Do better next Do time. Do better. <laughs> and then at the end of the tour, we had every band. It was us, Bless the Fall, and a couple other European bands. And we had everyone sit in a circle and we did a whole ceremony on who got the tour cabbage. Oh like, end of the tour, who got the cabbage? Oh my wow. God. And just there was someone in our crew. Yeah, just for that. So that's, that's so the cabbage. Funny. So yes, we have more cabbages and broccoli now. So. That's amazing. <laughs> and okay. now the tour prank is people actually throwing real cabbage at us. Anymore, oh, so. That is ridiculous. Okay, this is random. And if you don't know this, then we can just cut it out. But this person's saying, do you want pictures from our wedding since you helped me propose to my wife in Philly? Do you have any oh. recollection? Of this? Oh yeah, I mean, I would love that. You I know, think what, maybe they was, came on stage okay. and did a proposal. Nice. Yeah, yeah nice. I love stuff like that. I always wonder if people remember those things because it, you know, it happens a few times. We don't get. I mean, if someone asks, "Hey, can, we, can I propose on sure. stage?" I'm always like, "That's yeah, wild." That's now you're gonna start getting it all the time. We have this one song, "White Tiger," who people always ask to uh, a proposal. And two nights ago in Chicago, we played "Sunrise," and in the middle of the song, I saw these like this couple like making out and like kissing and everyone was clapping. I was like, what the hell happened? And later that night they tweeted like, I proposed to my girlfriend in the middle of the crowd oh during God. sunrise. That's I was like, ridiculous. Damn, that's like that's crazy. Heavy. It is for sure. And I literally House of Blues like around a mosh, but I'm like, hey, if you want to do that, that's cool. Wow. I well, feel honored, but that's Well, <laughs> firefighter so, yes, JK. Let some, let's get some pictures. Shoot some pictures over. Um, for sure. You, what is your least favorite pizza topping? We were talking about pizza earlier. What's your least oh, favorite? Oh, yeah. Uh, I've, I've got like a few. Mushrooms. I hate mushrooms. I on like mushrooms. Anything. I used to hate them. I love them I now. Mushrooms. Yeah, that happens mm-hmm. a lot. But uh, I think pineapple is pretty bullshit. Yeah. You're an anti-pineapple guy? I'm an anti-pine, not even uh, on pizza. Just pure. There can be oh, I love two things that could just never exist. Three things, actually, from Earth. Wow. It's mushrooms, mushrooms, it's coconut, and it's pineapple. What, is it the texture? What's the deal? I don't know. Just, it's man. The Minus I mushrooms like and mango. Get, rid of, get mango, out of town really? with those. Yeah. I mean, I don't love mango. I'm obsessed it's with pineapple. I love, love pineapple it. and really? mango. Yeah, no one really backs and me mushrooms. on pineapples. And mushrooms, Huh. I didn't know you're a mushroom guy, Luke. Yeah, I mushrooms used to not be, but you're right. But dude, like, yeah. if I get a steak and they put a mushroom sauce yeah. on, I'm yeah, like, oh. Firstly, don't ruin a steak like that. But no. give me a mushroom sauce on like chicken. I'm all in. Really? On that. Yeah, yeah, I don't I'm know. About it. It's texture. Nope. For me yeah, for it's mushroom. definitely texture thing. I get that. Yeah, it's for me too. Yeah. Uh, let's end with this. Big Jimmy says, "What's it's not Jimmy from downstairs? Uh, Shout bummer. out to Jimmy downstairs." Uh, uh, says, "What's your dream song to cover? Is there one that you haven't done that you would absolutely love to, or one that you would love to?" Yes, I've been talking about it a ton. actually. Uh, landslide by I mean it was Fleetwood Mac yeah yes. but the uh, love Fleetwood Dixie Mac. Chicks did a version of oh, it did they? Oh, I didn't yeah. know that I've never Fucking listened to Dixie Fleetwood a legend yeah, yeah but great. landslide and I've been telling okay. my brother that we gotta cover it nice and we always do these like throwback series like every mm. couple of years we'll do like a 
80s, 90s, early 2000s, like nice. right in a row. So a landslide would be up there. How sure. often do you do a cover? Like, is it like uh, frequently? It we just put one out last week, yeah. but it depends how much we're touring, I yeah. guess. I mean, it's impossible to right. do it on tour. So last year, maybe we did like six. Okay, that's a, a fair year amount. before that, maybe nine or 10. Okay, so that's a wow. lot of covers, yeah. Yeah, it depends. So like the single thing we're going to do next year, we want to try and do like 12 singles and then every other month mm. push back the originals with a cover. Have you already like been working on those singles? Or Yeah, we have a lot of a Dropbox is filled with like nice. 20 little like chorus sure. ideas and stuff like That's that. That's sick. So. Love it. You need to do Fleetwood. She almost made my honorable mentions because she, she's in yeah. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame twice. Yeah, yes. Fleetwood's good. Fleetwood is a jam. That's a good one for yeah. sure. Well, thanks for joining us today. Yeah. Thanks for having that me. Was it was fun. awesome. Um, yeah, for where sure. Where can people find you online? They can find us on Spotify or YouTube. Just nice. youtube.com slash our last night band because okay. our last night was taken. I no way. Bullshit, classic. Man. Yeah, it's classic. Can't buy them out. Can't buy them out, I man. guess, dude. Yeah, yeah. it's no price. We already committed to this. This is why you need a manager. So. You know, I know. Right? You're working on that. <laughs> I know. Maybe you can do it. Uh, yeah, and then that's it. Yeah, okay. love it. Uh, Luke, where can people find, find me? You? At Luke Show Me Mo on find Twitter. Me at Show Mo. You can find me us 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 at my top pod, and go to our website. Actually, I'm gonna say every time someone does a review, like you guys have been doing great reviews for us. Every time you do one, it helps us on the Apple Podcast charts. It's true. We go up higher every, the more reviews we get. So if you haven't done a review yet and you feel like you've got a spare ten seconds. You don't have to say anything specific. Yep. Just something quick. That have your grandma do a review. Climb. Review it 10 times, dude. Just boom. <laughs> make different like names. Different names. Usernames. Yeah. Boom. Oh, my God. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate you. Bye.